This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking wall. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hooper's Inconsequential Discussion of the Week's NBA News. Here we all are. We're back together. By the skin of my teeth. John Hill's here. Dave's here as well. Dave was not going to make it because your car broke down. Dave? Battery died, baby. In the middle of the valley. I was looking at at apartments today and, uh, yep, that was uh, the worst place to uh, have my car break down. Why just is had that? to sit I mean, in the valley. You... Just had to sit in the valley for uh, over an hour. But if you're going to move there, shouldn't you get the lay of the land, Dave? Shouldn't you figure out like what's going on in the valley? Eh, we're not going to move there. Oh, okay. <laughs> we we were driving home. We said no. Uh, we actually did put in an application for a place. So anyway, this is really exciting for our listeners. Eh, Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hearing about my apartment hunt. Oh, John, so how good. was the Super? John, you were at the Super Bowl last I... last. Last our listeners heard, you went to the Super Bowl. How was that? That's right. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. I'm uh, John. I'm, you uh, caught the you caught the game winning pass. I caught the game winning pass. Yeah, that was me, uh, Tyreek John Hill, uh, my cousin. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of work, but it was a a lot a lot of fun. Mm, after was after, it though? Was it though? Was it a lot of work? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a ton of work, dude. Oh, uh, okay. All you right. would you would have crumbled, Matt. You would have yeah. you you crumbled. You and your little scarf that you're wearing. Oh, hell yeah, baby. You, you would have crumbled. It's scarf weather in L.A., ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you a life tip. If it's cold, wear a scarf. All right? Oh, God. All, all people always look better with scarves. Yeah. Maybe, maybe go, like, full face mask, Matt, maybe. Yeah. If you could do a face mask, hey, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm not, to, I'm, you know, you know with, with, the virus go, with the virus going around... I might have to invest in one of those face masks. The, yeah, more, that, I, the more I can cover only, up of my face, the better. I'm thinking like a ski only, mask. Yeah, full ski nah, mask. Nah, nah. The only mask that Matt wears is an avocado mask. <laughs> little, little California bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. Afterwards, we got to go on the field. Uh, they, the NFL lets uh, them and whoever's hosting it. This year is Fox. They let you drink beer and drink champagne. And then we brought a football down. We were tossing it around. It was good. It was good. A lot, a lot of fun. Got to see nice. Paul Rudd hug Andy Reid. Oh, 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 amazing! Wow, yeah. wow. That's a that's a diff- that's a difference in attractiveness right there. That's a yeah. real, that's a real stark <laughs> contrast. Yeah. Um, got, to, got to got to see Jimmy Garoppolo up close. If you're talking, oh, oh, attractiveness. Talking about hotchies. Good lord! I mean, he is like, I, he is like, I stop is, in my tracks whenever I see him. Is is he still dating a porn star? Or is that a thing of the past? I, I don't I think, think he, you did, really he was dating. I think he was dating. <laughs> no, he was dating a porn star. I don't know. Uh, at, let's ask, uh, uh, let's ask Steve, Steve Gossett if, uh, <laughs> if, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl quarterback was at his uh, his yeah, last was, uh, house last party. Week. Yeah, Steve. Seen uh, ever played Spin the Bottle uh, with uh, Jimmy G? Uh, no, but Steve's played uh, Spin the Bottle with Andy Reid, which was yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it Jimmy was, Garoppolo, uh, extremely uh, handsome, painfully yeah. handsome up close. 
Yeah. Now, Andy Reid, right. you, you play uh, spin, spin the can of anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> spin the yeah. spin the yeah. barbecue bottle. Barbecue he sauce looks like bottle. a looks like a walrus. <laughs> looks, looks like, like a, a walrus. walrus. <laughs> um, who were, were you rooting for the the Chiefs, John? Oh yeah, I'm a big Andy Reid fan. Okay, and I oh, like right, Patrick Mahomes. Philly, Philly. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah. San Fran, whatever. Nick Bosa is a Trump supporter, so I'm going the other way. Yeah, Nick Nick Bosa trash. Yeah. I was, uh, but I was, uh, but also so is uh, Tyreek Kill. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, learned learned the, yeah learned about Tyreek Kill after I drafted him in fantasy football. <laughs> wow, well, so. what did, what did he what did he do? Uh, oh, he beat his beat his girlfriend. Yeah, oh, not okay. good. Not a good person. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I was uh, I was watching the game with my ninety year old grandma, and she was rooting for San Fran, and I convinced her to switch to KC because I was like, think of all the people who live in KC and how terrible their life is because they live in KC. Don't you want them to have some happiness? And she was like, "Oh, you're right. I'll root oh. for KC." Hey, hey, hey! We got some, we got some, some Patreon love in uh, Missouri. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, except for you, except for except for you, Ian. You're 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 cool. Yeah. Um, you you watch with your grandma? That's cool. Yeah, because I was like, man, because I sw- I got her to switch the team she was rooting for, and then it looked like they were gonna lose. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, I might have ruined my you know my grandma's day. You know. Just, just to clarify, it was just you and your grandma, right? For the most part, yeah. I mean, yeah. my my son was there. He was not watch. He was not uh, invested though. That's that's yeah. cool. I I watched the game with Joe Montana and Brett Favre and Drew Brees, but I bet I bet uh, I bet hanging with your grandma was, was chill. I mean, Matt too. doesn't Matt doesn't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, it's like some of us love our family and some of us don't. You know, I, it's cool. You know, you know it's you know, to each that's their true. own. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, John, you should have gone to Thailand to watch with your with your mom. <laughs> That's right, I should have. <laughs> should have flown her in. What kind of what kind of son are you? Oh, I'm uh, drinking. A, I'm drinking a terrible beer. I bought this raspberry goes. No, it's terrible. Oh no, 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 no. You can't no go gosa. fruity. No, no gosa. No gosa. No, I you like gosas. Go. Oh, I like, I'm a big fan. But this one's terrible. Claremont Craft Ales. No, 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 beef no, no, no. early so, beef. Claremont fruity. You can't get too yeah, no fruity fruit. with it with the with the beer. You can't get too fruity. No, what are you talking about? We love sours. This one's just. Bad. I, I like a, I like a non fruity sour. All right, look, a non fruity sour. Is anybody still listening to this podcast? Do you I think? I seriously doubt it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> scarves, uh, scarves, ghosts, ghosts, or whatever they're pronounced, and grandmas. Okay, well, great. Well, uh, considering last week you spent like two hours talking about the Pacers, that's uh, <laughs> true. I'd, I'd rather talk hey, about grandmas. Fair. Hey, we got to give the random team love. Oh, by the way, shout out to the Pacers who've been on a losing streak yeah, ever since they, we devoted. The, haven't won a the, game since uh, since they were heavily featured the, on the Zoom. Literally the day after we recorded, they lost at home to the Knicks. Oh, <laughs> oh, rough one, rough one. Yeah, yeah. not good. Uh, uh. All right, let's talk some NBA though. Let's talk talk to some NBA. NBA. Yeah, John. I think you wanted uh, you were on on the pod last week, so you want to uh, you want to talk a little bit about Kobe? Yeah, I do. Um, first of all, uh, I thought you guys did a terrible job on that uh, on the tribute with him. You managed to uh, spend more time. Uh, you know, one of the the most famous athletes of all time. You guys decided to talk more about uh, whether Trey Young deserves to be an All Star than Kobe Bryant. That's that's just good good content there, folks. Really great job with that one. Uh, I thought we did a good job talking uh, about it. Like, did what? you though? Well, I mean, I mean, it's, I, like, I was, how, I, I mean, it's I was, like it's like what do you say? It's really it's yeah. Really hard, well, you know, you first know? of all, one thing I would have done was uh, mentioned that his daughter died along with him. Uh, well, I would have mentioned did. the seven people that we also did. died with him. Yeah, I just yeah, listened we, to it the other day. You guys didn't. You guys, I, you guys, I, have, I no, have no. absolutely we, said that. Like the most heartbreaking part of it was that three teenagers died. Absolutely yeah. said. That. You might have said that. Matt Matt spent the whole time talking about Spain. Uh, so, so that was good. Real good. Real good job there, folks. Okay. Real good job. Hey, hey, e- even eulogy's got to be on brand. <laughs> that that, that John, is true. That is true. John, that is very John, true. What, what's a better eulogy? A eulogy or you roasting a eulogy? Like, it seems like it's more disrespectful for you to roast our eulogy of him. But. I think Kobe would have wanted me to roast a, a loser like okay. you. I think that's kind okay. of That's true. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget, Kobe. Kobe's from Philly. Come on. Yeah, man. that's right. He's, he's a trash monster, too. Uh, yeah. No, actually, I, I, I think uh, all I really want to say is, like, it was, and granted, like, when you guys did the pod, uh, it, it had been, what, almost five days like a, after. Like, yeah, right, about a right. week. So I, yeah. I totally get that. I'm just messing with you guys. But for me, I think the craziest thing was because, look, for us, we, our entire network went to Miami to 
uh, shoot the shows for the Super Bowl. And come Sunday, you hear about Kobe's death. And I learned about it at LAX. And mm. it literally changed everything we had planned. Like, there, like, think about it. We're about to be in the Super Bowl. Fox is hoping the Super Bowl. We're about to, like, numbers came out. It's a $600 million week for us. And all people could talk about was Kobe Bryant. Like, that's yeah. how big and unexpected I think his death was. And this, and, you know, with him and his daughter and everything. Um, literally, I had numerous people going down there to shoot, like, comedy bits for the shows. All of them got scrapped. Mm -hmm. Everything changed, like literally turned the whole company upside down. They were prepared to talk about Kobe on Monday. Grown men were crying on TV talking about him. Um, and everyone had planned to talk about it again Wednesday because they thought the Clippers-Lakers game was going to happen Tuesday night. Um, right. But obviously that got canceled and changed. So I think it's just like really the importance of how much like – how big and unbelievable it was, I think, to the, like, sports community, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it's like, it's the, yeah. the only the only equivalent death in my lifetime is Princess Die in terms of the level of fame and the suddenness um, of it, like how young they were. So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then also the tributes that happened at LA Live... Right, you know, like Shaq and Jerry West. Yeah, and all the uh, all the stuff. The, like uh, talking to my wife, she was crying. She's not even a Kobe fan, really. Not many people. I were. thought she was. No, oh. no, no, no. She's a Lakers oh, really? fan, but not really a Kobe fan. I think it's kind of mm. the same way you you were, Matt. Right. Yeah. Um, but just this idea that you know you had a guy that was so good at basketball, and then to in his retirement. Like what a what a legendary move! Like yeah, it took him a lot of shots, but on his last game to drop sixty, is like an insane oh. thing. That night was so much fun because it was also the Golden State night. So you're, I was flipping between both those games: the Golden State going for seventy three, and then Kobe, you know, putting up I, sixty. I I was at Dodger Stadium, uh, and they were like, you know, updating, uh, like like. Every every so often they would just like update everybody on the big screen like what like what he was doing and like people were just going insane. Yeah, and it's like the most Kobe thing to do, right? Like even you look at someone yeah. like Jordan, you go, eh, no one wants to remember those last years with the Wizards, right? But right, Kobe right. goes out dropping sixty, like that's that's an insane thing. And then for him to walk away, basically walk away from basketball for good. And then to just like enter a new realm of his life where he goes on to win a fucking Oscar. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it was for a short film. And like, yeah, it was, you know, it's, he probably won because how big his name is. But like this idea that this guy that just got into his 40s was about to have this second career as like an entrepreneur and as a mogul. Uh, it does feel like that was that side was taken away from us. Which is yep. which is insane, um, and then also to hear that it was his daughter that passed. And remember, he only got back into basketball because of her. Yeah, he was not. Right. I mean, he was. I mean, there's the uh, there's the gift that was going around of him like leaving the Laker game when they retired his jersey uh, early, yeah. or he left he left it at regulation because yeah. it was going to overtime. And I just I felt like he had no interest in going to watch the Lakers until until Gianna got into it. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think that's like another remarkable side of him. Um, and like, I don't know. It's still to me, I still like weirdly don't believe it. Like, like I understand he's passed, but like I don't. Like I still am like kind of re weirdly waiting for. Like, I don't think of him as gone, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you know, it's sudden. And, uh, yeah, it's just not something you would ex you'd expect to happen. Yeah, it's pretty wild to me. I mean, they were, they were painting a mural at Grand Central today, downtown L.A., and it was Dude, like, it hit me it's again. It's insane like, how, many, how, how many, like, murals are, like, around the city now. Oh, it's wild. It's wild. It's crazy. And all the buses, like, all, like, all the city buses are still say like say R.I.P. Kobe on them. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And, al 
and also the quickness of the league to give that instant tribute of taking the eight second violation and then oh, taking yeah, the twenty four. Really cool. Like that's just that happened. Yeah, that was amazing that whoever came up with that. They, yeah, yeah, just someone came up with it and they started doing it. And to see that what's going to happen at the All-Star game this year where they change mm-hmm. the rules. They basically don't even care about this, this you know, the, the tradition of the game anymore. They just scrapped all that to do, uh, you know, this tribute to Kobe Bryant for every, you know, at the end of the game, it's whoever scores 24 points when it comes to the fourth quarter. Uh, it's, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. But but I think the one thing that I want to talk about that this thing was like I've been working in sports for four years now and this was the first time and my company doesn't really do like news or breaking news. You know, like ESPN does breaking yeah, news. Yeah, that's that's ESPN's thing. Yeah. yeah, they do breaking news. We don't really do the ticker. We do, you know, analysis, we do live coverage or whatever. But it was kind of the first yeah. time that you got you guys do uh, mostly just like people arguing, people arguing, people talking about <laughs> the game or the right. actual game. But like when someone gets traded, we're not on the scene. You know, that's just not what we do. You know, we're like ESPN is all about 24 yeah. seven breaking news. Yeah. Um, but it was the first time that, mm-hmm. you know, I was at LAX and I hear Kobe died. And then to have like people call me. Because we had interviewed him a year before, you know, and I was the only one with the footage for to have people call and like get, be on email chains and be in this like world where we have to now put out content instantly about this guy. Uh, it felt really weird because I never like it almost felt like I had no time to mourn. Like I hadn't even understood that he had passed. And instantly I had to think about how are we making a tribute for him? How are we getting content out there? How are we getting things that talked about him out there already? And honestly, it was like weird. It was not like what I am used to. And it's just, frankly, it's not what I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, it's not fun. It's you not know, fun. Your, job, your, no. your job is a fun job. You know, in general, it's fun. Yep. You're just, you know, palling around, making like funny content, you know, and then, yeah, you know. Yeah, and just to think that, like, hey, someone died. Now we have to rush to get an obituary out. We have to get reactions. We have to do all this stuff was, like, it it was rough on me because I I felt like I understood why we have to do it. I'm just not used to that. You know, I don't knock anyone at my company for doing that, but it was very much like, ugh, this is weird. And the crazy part was when I did find the footage, holy shit, man, I started walking back, and it's it's we shot Kobe down barrel just talking to us. And man, I started watching it and I literally had to turn off, I had to hit press pause on my uh, computer and walk outside because I was about to start crying in front of everyone. Because all he was talking about how like women are just as good as men in basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. He talked about, you know, his daughter and why she plays because uh, it was at an event for his Kobe camp. So it was all about young women playing basketball. And then the last thing was, we interviewed him, and it was right after Nipsey Hussle died. Mm. And so we asked him what Nipsey Hussle meant to everyone in L.A. And, man, watching this back, it was like Kobe talking about Kobe. It was like he's more than just what you think he is. He's an entrepreneur. His spirit is going to live on longer than his life. He's going to mean more to people in his death than what you see now. And it was, like, very weird and eerie and just, like, holy shit, man. This is, like, this is crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a wild trip, man. It was really wild. Uh, you know, obviously Kobe has that that terrible past, you know? Right. And it's, it's interesting seeing how people cover that and how they mm-hmm. want to avoid it at times and, and what is the gap of avoiding it. Uh, and then you have the people like leaning too far into it, I think, like and like just acting like that should be his only legacy. You know, there were a lot there was a lot of that, too, you know. Oh, absolutely. And I, you have to just balance the two. I mean, that's just how it is. But I do feel like I didn't give him enough credit later, like, you know, later in his life now um, about 
all the steps he was taking personally to kind of come to terms with that, you know, how hard that he was working to benefit female sport, you know, female athletes. No. Um, and especially like, uh, you know, women, women's, uh, women's basketball. Yeah. Women's basketball, women's soccer, women's volleyball, women's soccer, you know? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's a complicated legacy. I do feel like, like I unfollowed a lot of people like that were cracking jokes and and talking about him poorly instantly. Mm -hmm. Like I do think there should be, I didn't see, I didn't see any of that. Oh, I saw oh, so really? many people. I, I unfollowed have, I a lot fo- of people. I must follow different people. Yeah. Because, like, also, like, I'm not saying you can't mention Colorado right away or anything like that. But, like, dude, his daughter was on that plane. Like, if right. you feel like you need to tear that man down the, before we even know how many members of his family are dead, when we're talking about teenagers, like, maybe just don't tweet that. You know? Yep. Like maybe maybe just like hold off for like I don't know, three hours before you know before we find out what happens before you start you know, like. Do people need to be remind? Does anyone who think about Kobe Bryant forget that happened? Of course not. Of course not. So I don't know. I just thought it was kind of especially when your daughters when the daughters involved. I just thought it was very low mm-hmm. class of people, but it's something that you definitely have to mention when it comes to him because. It's obviously, you know, a major huge thing about him. Uh, it happened. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I don't know. I just feel like there should be a little, a little buffer time. Especially when someone who has seemed to have obviously turned the corner when it comes to women and how he treats them and how he respects them. Um, right. But I don't know. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but, man, people love Kobe. Yes, they do, especially in this fucking city. Dude, people love Kobe. Like, yeah. grown men crying on mm-hmm. TV. I watched them. I was there. Like, that shit's wild. I, I was playing basketball last Saturday um, at, like, the outdoor court we play at every Saturday, and uh, a dude there was just, like, setting up a memorial for him at the basketball court there. It's like, even at this, like, you know, this, like, small little basketball court, like, in the middle of nowhere, like, in the valley, like, somebody was just, like, set up, like, with like yellow and uh and purple like flowers and shit yeah it's like this yeah it's pretty it was, intense yeah and they're gonna do another thing on uh uh what february 24th for him yep yeah and uh yeah man it's pretty pretty wild pretty pretty wild yep. speaking of pretty wild the trade <laughs> deadline <laughs> oh, god. oh god great transition oh god heartless matt going <laughs> at it again I saw him like squirming around while you were talking, and I was like, he cannot wait to get yeah. to, to get to another topic. He really also, I, re- I realized I had the wrong headphones in too. So oh, good job, oh, good job, go. Matt. So whoever edits this is going to have to deal with the the, the audio bleed. But uh, do you want to talk trade deadline, or do you have a uh, you have some other Kobe stuff, Kobe related stuff you want to talk about? I I don't mean to cut you off, John. Oh no, you didn't mean it. You, you just purposely cut me off, but you didn't I mean, mean it. I, I mean, I tried, tried to, I tried to execute a smooth transition. To, uh, Did you though? Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty impossible. It's pretty Did impossible. You know? Okay, one of the greats of the game died, and now we got to talk about the trade deadline. It's a pretty tough one. Man, you could have, yeah. you could have not made a joke out of it. I think, I think that's I, the I, easy I, way. I would say that's the easier path. You could have just saved it for the end of the pod too. It's probably you know probably don't want to open it with the Kobe talk. Anyway, put, yeah. Anyway, speaking. End. Uh, anyway, you know the thing about Kobe is I I guess there's just no justice. Speaking of justice, Justice Winslow on the move. <laughs> Memphis Grizzly. Oh, that's another person you got to unfollow, John. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Making jokes, making jokes. Yeah. This is more. Joking uh, about, uh, the uh, trade deadline was like. Uh, so there was that four-team trade uh, on Tuesday night. Yeah, we can uh, talk about that one. Which which seemed to just keep like, uh, like it just like never stopped happening. <laughs> like, oh, more names like, kept coming out. More, I mean, it's re- yeah. I I have like a list of names here. Yeah, there's it's crazy. I mean, the big ones is they, uh, they Covington said it was going a, to the Rockets and uh, yep. Capella going to the Hawks. Right. Um, Wolves getting a first rounder. Nuggets getting a first rounder. Um, didn't 
what? Uh, who else uh, was a Bates, part of that trade? Bates, Jap, Shabazz Napier, Jared Vanderbilt, Evan Turner. Evan Turner. Hernan Gomez, Malik Beasley, Nene, Jordan Bell. I mean, tons of players. But the players, um, the players they said it was uh, it was the biggest trade, like player wise, like amount of players since uh, the Patrick Ewing trade to yeah, the Sonics. Since your boy Ewing, <laughs> yeah. my boy. Say next for clicks. Years. Say next for clicks, baby. Always, that's what the league is always looking for. <laughs> a pretty good trade though from everyone around. I mean, Nuggets got some uh, got a first rounder and some. I mean, like I think a, a player a, Bates Jap. Great trade for uh, the Hawks. The Hawks get Capella. They get a nice center to pair with uh, with Trey Young. I didn't yeah. realize Rocket. how little Capella made. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty wild. I thought he was like 25, 27 million. Yeah, well, that's still good. Good for the, good good. For the Hawks. Rockets going crazy. They yep. uh, Yo, dominated James, the Lakers James, last night. James Harden with the jump ball because he's their uh, he was their tallest player. <laughs> <laughs> they really doing it. Maury's just not yeah, giving that... a fuck. Well, can we talk nope. about Maury? Because, see, I feel like, like all these moves, like all like the Westbrook trade and stuff, are coming from ownership. And then Maury is having his little minions out in the media, like Simmons and Rosillo, tell everybody that, like, hey, all this these terrible trades that are happening are all not. It's not Maury's fault. It's the owner. And I feel like you just got to own it, man. Like, if it's the owner, you, you do the trade and you own the trade, or you quit, man. Or Like, it's like, I, I know he tried to quit by trying to get fired. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm just sick of, like, the media people carrying water for Maury going, like, this isn't him, everybody. This isn't him. It's it's the, you know, it's it's Tillman Fertitta. Yeah, but that's what uh, that's what access buys you. <laughs> I know. You get all that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's, you know. like, it's true. I mean, everything I've heard is it's not Maury. It's for Tito. Yeah, but it's just like he's trying yeah, to pass the, it's, it's just Tita. like it's just trying to pass the buck, you know? I don't know. It's it's it seems like it just seems gauche to do it like so obviously. But is it I, passing I, the buck or are you reporting what you hear? I'm saying well they must be reporting it. I mean they must be getting it from Maury himself. So it's oh, kind of like the thing I heard came from Fertita. <laughs> yeah, okay. So he, I mean, my source, my source is Fertitta saying that I wanted Westbrook. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I guess if it's Fertitta, it's not as bad, but I don't know. Well, Fertitta, 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 Fertitta. I'm sick of I. Yeah, but good luck to the Rockets. Good luck. I mean, yeah. they're they're definitely they're definitely trying something. They're definitely uh, yeah. have a team that we've never seen before ever. Uh, Ever in professional basketball, and I, you know, I wish them yep. the best, best with their weird exper- experiment. They got your boy Covington now. Ooh, <laughs> love Covington. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm excited for it. Like, why not? Let's see. Yeah, let's, let's mean, go extreme. Let's see. Let's see if it works sure. or not. Yeah, let's PJ, PJ, play. PJ Tucker gonna have a lot of bruised ribs uh, by the end of the season. PJ, PJ Tucker, <laughs> PJ Tucker literally posted a picture of himself on stilts on uh, on Instagram. <laughs> that was amazing. That's not that's not a joke. That's like something he <laughs> yeah. actually did. Yeah, but like, no, what, was a, what big men do they have to go through? Uh, Jokic, Gobert, Anthony Davis. So you know, only the best in the league. But Gobert, <laughs> Gobert offensively isn't gonna. Do anything, do you? Well, he could Zubats. still. He could, Jokic yeah. really plays kind of not I mean, back to the basket down low. Yeah, but these guys are. I mean, like if you have nothing inside, they're gonna punish you. It's like Gobert can yeah. still, you know, Montrez Harrell. Yeah, I mean, like they're not. They're not. Look, they're, but that's the, that's what makes it so fun. They're just saying well, we're not really gonna play defense. We're just gonna score more points right. than you. And yeah, so, we just want more three point shooting on the. Yeah, court. but I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, would you trade? You know, a center who can shoot. Would you trade PJ Tucker shooting threes versus Gobert post ups? Because I'd t- I'd do that uh, every time. I don't trust a Gobert post up. Yeah, I know, but that's on the offensive sure. end. Then on the defensive end, um, you know, uh, you're, the, the Rockets are going to get killed. So it's like, but if, but you know, on what? On a Gobert post up? Are they? Is Utah really going to start on, feeding him down low on, and and hope on, that he on, plays on, bully on, ball? On put, on putbacks, I mean, on putbacks, and then offensive rebounding. So, you know, you're gonna you're gonna lose points that way. Maybe I don't know. I think it's a I think it's an interesting experiment. I would have at least one center 
I'd probably get one. I think they tried to get one. I, I think they might have one by now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I You know what was the weirdest thing about this trade deadline is I listened to, I don't know, five podcasts, six, six podcasts reacting to the trade deadline. And the consensus is all over the place. Like in terms of usually it's like everyone thinks this team won the trade, this team lost the trade. For ever for all of the other big trades, it's like there are people killing both sides. Like I've heard mm. and like smart people. So I don't know. What's your definition get, of smart people? I don't know. Like thoughtful, <laughs> thoughtful people about the league. I mean, people that are usually considered like the NBA, you know, stats gurus types, or people who you know follow the league closely. You know, you know the regular. Uh, the finally, uh, uh, PJ I, I, Tucker I can play the I, five. I didn't listen to him. We've but been like, talking you know, about it for years. Zach, Zach Lowe, Bill Simmons, Windhorse, those types. Um, you want to talk about so the other trade? The other, the biggest trade was D-Lo. the Wiggins. Uh, yeah, Wiggins to uh, Warriors. I had I had to uh, live in fear all morning yesterday Woo! of that D'Lo trade to the Knicks happening. <laughs> uh, as soon as I saw he was going to the Timberwolves, I was like, "Thank you, Minnesota. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Lord." So the thank Wolves you, get D'Lo. I obviously hate this trade for Minnesota. I mean, I don't yes. know. I don't know. I, don't I know mean, what, I don't know what Minnesota's supposed to do, but this is not going to work. I mean, the dude freaking D'Lo showed up there with a camcorder. I don't know if you saw the footage. Yeah, when he, he got to the airport. Yeah, with yeah, like yeah, a camcorder yeah. out of like 2005. Yeah, he's still a little snitch boy. Oh wow! And, and he was wearing sunglasses at night in Minnesota. Ooh, so right. it's like, okay, you got cat who everyone thought was like a franchise piece, but who hasn't played defense is like one of the worst defensive players in the league. Now you're pairing him with D'Lo who doesn't play defense. And you're basically also like set him loose. Like, Hey, you guys run the franchise now. Cause the only reason you got D'Lo is cause cat is best friends with them. Um, it's just not going to end well. Like I don't, this is not, neither of these players has proved that they are winning players. Um, mm-hmm. and now we're putting them together with like basically nobody else. Like, this team is going to be bad and it's going to be bad for a long time. So I'm not. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the Wolves were supposed to do, but this 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 is not it. It's it's a it was it was a move to keep Cat there. That's and what look, it is. My my thing is, it, honestly, to space out on saying, if I were them, I would have traded Cat. I would have been like, look, he's if he if Cat is actually who we think he is, we would have won more games by now. We're just not mm. winning with him. He's just an empty stats guy. His value is super high right now. This is as high as his value is going to be. Fine. If he doesn't want to be here, let's just move him. Because we're not. Because their other option, what they did, they're going to be bad. They're not going to make the playoffs for the next mm-hmm. three or four years. So you might as well, you know, you might as well just move on. You know, uh, whatever. Cut bait earlier. Yeah, but couldn't you say that? Everything you just said, but couldn't you say that about Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, I would have. I mean, yeah, you would want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Wiggins is good either. I, yeah. I would have so they got trade. rid of Wiggins. I'd rather. Well, who would you rather have, Wiggins I'd rather or Cat? Than Wiggins. What's that? Would you rather have Cat or Wiggins? Of course, you'd rather have Cat. Okay. John. So yes. I think, in a weird way, maybe they did the. I actually like this trade for both teams. Look, <laughs> I, I I think it's terrible for both teams, but yeah, go on. No, I think it makes more sense because we all, you know, besides the one week that Wiggins was good, and all the smart guy NBA Twitter. Uh, nerds were like oh he learned i think matt you were saying that too like oh oh he his shot selection's better he can shoot he's all this now no wiggins is still bad uh but i think you obviously cat and wiggins couldn't work or wasn't working so i think in one way you get rid of him you bring in d'lo look i don't know about d'lo i'm not saying that he's the definite thing but i think getting rid of wiggins and bringing in someone that maybe fits better with Cat might be better. So at least you have that. And I think for the Warriors, uh, I kind of like this for them. Because Wig- I mean, w- I, Wiggins I, isn't going to be your guy, right? You're, I, mean, I mean, not Wiggins. I'm sorry. Yeah. D'Lo will not fit with Steph. Yeah, and, of, of course. Of yeah. course. They were always going to trade D'Lo. It was so ridiculous that they tried to pretend that they weren't. They, was, it was, they I mean, were no, always going to trade him the first second they could. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, Wiggins is like gonna fill that like Harrison Barnes role from a few years ago. Like that, like he'll he'll fit in fine." I and Look, and I do think he kind of fits in fine with them, right? To me, everything the Warriors have done over the past like since the KD signing 
it just reeks of hubris. And it's like to think they're like, yeah, we'll get Wiggins. Our culture will turn them around. But like when when have they shown that they can do that? Like what guy have they turned around or has have they made more than he was outside of their core three green uh, Thompson and Curry? It's like they haven't taken like late draft picks and made them good. They haven't taken like head cases and like turn them around. There's no track record of that. Whoa, it's whoa, just whoa. Hubris. Swaggy P. Yeah, Swaggy, Swaggy. JaVale, Mag- JaVale McGee. Swaggy, I would even say Harrison Barnes played his best with the Warriors. So Harrison, Harrison Barnes has been the exact same player in the other places he's been. It's, it's Sacramento and, and Dallas. Swaggy P was bad for them. Um, and JaVale McGee, I think what we're learning is JaVale McGee is just a good player. Like JaVale McGee is, is, is contributes to like winning basketball. He's doing it on, on the Lakers as well. Yeah, but he didn't so, do it before the Warriors. Look, I'm just, this, this team and just their moves in general, they're, they're prideful. I, I, I think they are, they think they're a lot smarter than they actually are. And so I don't think they're going to get anything out of Wiggins. The first is nice. I mean, it's nice that you get a... Yep. Uh, 2021 top three protected first that I I think the I think the Wolves would be bad. So, I mean, I guess you can look at it as, hey, that's what we got. KD walked and we get a first. But you also got to pay Wiggins, who's not good. You got three more years on his contract. Um, and you also had to give up Iguodala, which was like a big part of your culture as well. And kind of like betraying, you know, the, those title teams uh, by having to by having to dump them. So. And I think they had to give up a second rounder to, to dump him as well. But um, that's going to be a good second rounder. So I don't know. I don't like it for both teams. I mean, I obviously like it better for the Warriors. I, I, try, I trust them slightly more that they might be able to do something with Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it's like the original sin was, you know, getting D'Lo in the first place. Yeah, but uh, that's a sunk cost. Sure. At this point, I, I, yeah. I'm saying point, at this yes, point with the team, yeah. If you can go back in time and say, yeah. don't, don't get D'Lo, cool, great. Uh, yeah. But at this point... You have a guy that plays the same position. You have a guy that's not that good that plays the same position as your two best players coming back. So move him for a guy that, you know, is, is well, not, also, has not I, reached I, his potential, I, who, I, who doesn't fit with your two I, best players, and kind of excels in the mid-range, which is kind of what you mm-hmm. guys do in a lot of ways. I, I also think that uh, they were, from all the reports I've heard from all of the, um, like, Knicks beat writers – they were very close to pulling off like a total fleece of the Knicks for dealing. Oh, really? What uh, were they going to yes. get from the Knicks? Mitchell Robinson, uh, the two Dallas picks. Wow. It was like very close. And Steve Mills got fired, thank God. And because apparently Steve Mills was really trying to make it happen. I'm like, thank God uh. this motherfucker got fucking fired finally. Well, I, after I mean, fucking I think- 20 years. Yeah, I think but, if you gave, um, if but, you but, gave, it's, but but a lot of a lot of and I, I also think Dolan was kind of, um, you know, Dolan's a fucking moron. and He always wants the big name. And um, D'Lo was saying a lot of shit of, like to the media about how he really wanted to come back to New York. And he had a chip on his shoulder about getting sent out of Brooklyn and would have liked to have been a Nick and, you know, get to play them you know, four times a year. So mm. uh, I, 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 it, I think that, that, uh, that deal was closer than we may r- realize it was. Yeah. And my, my point was, I think the warriors, the which warriors, is why they took deal in the first place. Yeah. They were like, we're going to get this asset that people want. We know he doesn't fit with us and we'll trade him at the trade deadline for the best offer. But right. my point is, I think if you gave them a truth serum, they thought they would have got a better offer than this. I mean, this is you had to take on bad money. You had to take on the Wiggins contract. So it's not like you got like pure assets for for him. I mean, if they would have gotten right. the New York offer, whew, Mitchell Robinson, those Dallas picks, that would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't. And ultimately, I think right. that reflects uh, D'Lo's value around the league, that there's just not a lot of teams that think he's that good. Um, True. True. All right. Uh, should we move on to? Oh, can we talk about Let's... Miami? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami gets uh, Miami gets Iguodala and Jay Crowder. Uh, the Grizz got uh, Justice Winslow. They got James jo- James Johnson, who they moved to the Wolves. Deion Waiters, dang, and then they, they got Waiters, who they they're waving or buying out mm-hmm. or something. Right. So, what's weird about this trade is I see people killing Miami because they're saying you know you gave up on Winslow, um, you know, and Iggy is is washed. And I've also seen people killing the Grizz for being like. 
you took on all this extra money. Like you didn't really get anything for Iggy because Justice Winslow can't stay healthy. And you got to pay James Johnson and waiters next year. You got to pay those like really bad contracts. So I've seen both teams getting killed. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of like a nothing trade, to be honest. Like I think, um, I don't think Miami with Iguodala is going anywhere in the playoffs. From the Grizz standpoints, like I don't, I don't think Justice Winslow. I, I, I like him. I, I really want him to be good, but he can't stay healthy. And yeah, they got to pay those bad contracts, but it's like all their good players are young, and they weren't going to use that money anyways. Like no free agents going to sign there. So uh, to me, it's kind of a wash. But but John, you seem excited I don't know. about I, Miami. I, I I like it for the Grizzlies. I I, I I don't know. I still believe in Justice Winslow. I think it's a mistake getting rid of him. No, I mean, I, I think I, I would have done the deal. I was surprised that people were killing the Grizzlies so hard for taking all those bad, the, the, the bad who, contracts. Who was killing the Grizzlies? I can't. I listened to like five NBA podcasts, Dave. <laughs> I can't remember who was killing them, but they were definitely getting killed on, on one, or, uh, one, or, one or a couple of them. I think that's stupid. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, you take a flyer on, on Winslow. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree with uh, everything both of you said. I think the interesting thing to me is – Two groups, two fan bases uh, are overrating this for Miami. One, Miami's fan base, and two, Sixers fan base. And I'll get to the Sixers oh, later. Uh, oh no! Why do the Why do the Sixers care? Well, because they feel like Miami has taken this oh, great Butler. leap. Like, oh, we're doomed because of Miami. You know, because we had just lost to Miami the the couple of days before. Uh, the Sixers were going to lose to Miami anyways, like with or without Iggy. Yeah, but that's my thing. It's like, look, I, I, I think Miami's done a, a great job with this rebuild, right? I think they've done an outstanding job um, getting Butler, drafting Hero, you know, pulling none, you know, taking a risk on none, a terrible person, and making and pretending <laughs> that didn't happen. And uh, mm-hmm. they're they're doing a great job, but. Iggy and is not and Jay Crowder is not making you a contender. <laughs> no. no, like these guys. Definitely like <laughs> maybe it's my timeline, but they're like, oh no, we're a contender now. It's like, bro, right? It's fucking Andre Iguodala. He's thirty six years old or whatever. He's gonna be. Th- you're paying him fifteen million dollars. Like Jay Crowder shooting twenty nine percent from three. Like. Um. The Bucks exist too. Yeah, so. like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, let me put it this way: If the Nuggets got Jay Crowder and Andre Iguodala, would you think that they became a contender? No. Uh, well, I don't know. I would believe it a little more with the Nuggets because of like the Iguodala, perhaps like culture, like like veteran leadership type of story. But I feel like the you, the uh, the Heat already have that with their own like instilled. But you'd take them so. you wouldn't take them over the Clippers or the Lakers. No, no way. I, no, no, That's no, what no. I mean. Yeah. Like yeah. this idea that Iggy is the thing you needed to put you over the top is like fucking get out of but here. Would, Dude hasn't played in like three months. But I would say like Iggy moves the Heat's chance of getting out of the East from like five percent to five point five percent. True. Whereas if he went to the Nuggets it would go from like fifteen to to 18. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Yeah, and that's oh, my thing. Oh, it's I have like, to agree. It's, it's a good move for them because why not? Uh, because Iggy still probably has it a little, but like, yeah, this idea that they are now so much better. Look, if they got uh, Gallinari, that might, that'd be a different thing, but yeah. they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, they got, if they got Gallinari, that would have been oh, an entirely, uh, uh, you know, they would have had a chance at, at that point. But, yep. but they didn't. Bucks still winning the East, oh, and maybe unless the Knicks can sneak into the playoffs, they're looking frisky. Oh baby, oh, we're baby. on a three-game winning streak, baby! Oh man, you guys have screwed up my under bet. I bet the Knicks under. Uh oh, actually, you got actually might hit the over. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. They're gonna start playing the kids more soon, and uh, they'll definitely lose every game. Okay, all right, all right. Don't worry, don't can worry. Can I can I complain about a trade? I want to complain about the Marcus Morris trade. Um, for who? For the Clippers, man. Like. Whew. I I don't know much about Marcus Morris, okay? But oh, he, I could I, I know a couple of things about him I know, this season because I've I know, seen him I, play I, every game he's played this season. Yeah, I know you know you know a lot, but I he just it, the the Clippers have had locker room issues, and then you bring Marcus Morris, who doesn't <laughs> seem like the best guy. You're adding him to the locker room. No, 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 no. no. I, I I will say he's not the best guy to everyone else, but 
he was at least in the Knicks locker room, he was beloved by everybody. Okay. Those those guys re- like uh, like everybody was very they were interviewing all the young guys yesterday and they were super sad that he was gone. Um, so Okay. So I don't okay. know. But that's also young guys like like other vets might have issues with him. All right. Well, still I'm not sure if he's going to move the needle for the Clippers, but in and, and here's oh, the other I think thing. He will. Here's the other thing about Marcus Morris that I know <laughs> is on Game of Zones when we do an episode, we oftentimes if, we, if the episode focuses on a team, we will go, like, talk to lots of fans of that team to figure out, okay, right. you know, do we have the right... You know, we've done it with you, Dave. We've taken Nick's episodes to you to be like, hey, is everything, yep. you know, looking right? Is this is this tracking with with what the fans think of the team? And right. when we did a Celtics episode last year, they hated Marcus Morris. Those That fan base hated him. And, like, just thought he was, you know, they couldn't wait for him to leave. So... That to me gives me some pause. Pause as well. I hear you. I hear you. But also, like, I could see if because I really wanted Shamit and the first pick, and they were uh, apparently the Knicks were really pushing for it, and Jerry West is too smart for that. Yeah, there's <laughs> only one GM dumb enough to trade Shamit, and uh, that's my GM, Elton Brand. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm beefing too because, like, on, on on his podcast, Bill Simmons was like, "Oh, they need to like, uh, you know, they need like a better version of Shamit, like a like a JJ Redick." I'm like, "What are you talking? Shamit is a better version of Redick. Like, no. Shamit's like absolutely does all the same things yeah. and is is younger. It's like Shamit exactly. is cheaper. Exactly. He's he's worth two yeah, million cheaper. dollars. He's a knockdown shooter off the bench. Like no. that's like that's what he's he so is. Good. There is no better version of him. He is what it is. Right." Um, um, but I like I, I think it's a great trade for both teams. Yeah, I mean, um, I could I, I could totally see it working out for the Clippers. Um, um I, I, why, like why the Wizards got involved? Uh, you know, with, like getting Jerome Robinson. I was like, okay. I mean, I and guess they, if, you, they, if you can get Jerome Robinson, you might as well. I mean, he was a they, he was a lottery pick like two they, years ago, and, and they got and they got off of Isaiah Thomas's contract. Yeah, but uh. uh yeah, I don't know. I like. I'm also like, you know, I want the Clippers to obviously come out of the West and not the fucking Lakers. And those were the two teams that were still in on Marcus Morris yesterday. And so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the Clippers got him. I honestly think it is going to move the needle. How well, much it'll move the needle, I, I, I don't know. But like, he has been such a knockdown shooter this season. I know he's having a great year. He's like shooting like he's, 44 percent or something been, from three. I can't remember. I, I, maybe he hit like four game winners this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think how many wins we have, and those—that's probably how many. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you have has. four wins? Uh, <laughs> um, he's been like fantastic. So I—I I, I think it's like I, I don't worry about the. Um, and he's walking into an already established culture. You know, like they're like the locker room is set, and he knows that. Like, he, like at this point, like he's gonna be happy. To be playing on a really good team and not the Knicks. Well, so it does. I think it, I think he'll be happy. It does seem like there's factions in the Clippers locker room. It seems like the there's like a Kawhi Paul George kind of versus everybody who was there before. So I would right. worry about him joining you know one faction and you know escalating. But who knows? We don't. We ultimately don't really know what's going on. Right. But the Knicks getting the first rounder for uh, hey. for Morris. You gotta like that. I love it. We have seven uh, seven first rounders in the next four years. Ooh, you know, really? and and we made it. We made it through yesterday without giving away Mitchell Robinson, without giving away <laughs> like any of the young guys. So I think that's that's a huge accomplishment. Uh, my where, my where only are... my only regret is that they couldn't just like fucking get rid of Portis for like a second round or something. Like get like yeah. fucking get rid of him. Um, but, uh, so my my, my question is like, where are all the apologies from the people who killed the Knicks for wasting that cap space? They got they're a never coming. They're never coming because like they didn't get rid of every like shitty player they brought in. I know, but at, I mean, like uh, it's like the, the people deadline. killed them for using this cap space, and then the Knicks turn around and trade the guys they signed, or at least they traded one for a first rounder, which is better than what everyone else got for their cap space. They would get like. Oh, late first round, or the Knicks got the exact same thing. They just did it at a different time period. So, right. I don't know. I, I, I maintain that I'm vindicated that it, they're off. The Knicks offseason was not that bad. I but agree. Have, it do you think we talked about the Knicks, wasn't. or should we talk yeah. a little bit more about the Knicks? No. Oh, oh sorry. John. Sorry. Sorry. I've been, dr- been day drinking. Hey, I, little Knicks to, talk. To be honest, like, like, 
not a lot of activity yesterday. So, like, you know, the largest trade to... in NBA history. But got to talk about the Knicks. Hey, hey, that was too. Hey, that was too. That was Tuesday. That was oh, Tuesday. God. Also, it was uh, like large in terms of players, but not like impact. Right. Okay. Oh, speaking of impact, though, Andre Drummond going to the Cavs. Oh Huge. my God. Yeah, and then he, his his tweet was so sad. Well, I think he, just like, like, he didn't. Like, I, I didn't found know. his tweet very disingenuous because, like, didn't he want out? Didn't wasn't he the guy who wanted out of Detroit? Well, I, like, I think he's obviously pissed off that he got sent to the Cavs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think it is. No loyalty. Was, Send me to a good team. Ah, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I think he was like getting hyped because he was going to go Atlanta, play with Trey Young, play with Trey Young in the Gold Club. But instead, he's going to Cleveland. I think he was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. He was just mad. So uh, yeah, he yeah. Took but it also, out. like, what the f- the fuck are the Pistons doing? <laughs> I mean, I he they got rid of him for nothing. I think I don't think he was going to resign there. So he was either going to walk, so they weren't going to get anything. Or he was going to pick up his option, and I don't think they wanted to pay him his option next year. So it's like I mean, I, to me, they fucked up. Like they could have gotten rid of him earlier. Yeah, I guess you could have say if you knew you were. I mean, the, the Pistons have just been fucking up for how many years now. But I don't think it was this new new regime that right. signed him. Or I mean, I think they really only had like this past summer that they could have traded him. So, well, I mean, go go UConn, go UConn. I, I hope. I you know I wish for the you know wish the best for him but uh, man they're just going to be stuck paying him and Kevin Love oh man I, well I mean Kevin I mean hopefully Kevin Love can get out of there I mean he wants to get out of there so. how though like he's got too many years left on that fucking contract I no mean, I know nobody wants nobody wants to take him well can I wants to pay that money million dollars for him I mean yeah also also I got a little I got a little Illuminati for Tristan Ooh. Thompson. So you know Tristan Thompson, oh, yeah. like now he's going to be riding riding the pine because uh mm-hmm. you know Drummond's going to be starting, and yep. this is the last year of his contract, and so everyone was talking, okay, is he going to get a buyout? Rich Paul's agent came out and said, no buyout, we're not doing a buyout, um, and the reason being like they think he can get more money in a sign and trade in the summer, but I mean, come on, let's be real, <laughs> he ain't getting a buyout because he would go to either the Celtics or the Clippers. And there's no way Rich Paul wants him on either of those teams. Like that is right. the real mm. reason. Like, right? He- I I am surprised that that um, that the Cavs didn't try to like do something. I, I mean, like get like get a second rounder for him. Like I like the Celtics must have like been willing to give up a second rounder, like a future second for him. Like yeah, get I mean, something for him, especially yeah, if you know weird. you're going to be getting Drummond. Like this motherfucker is on an expiring. He's just sitting on the fucking bench. Like. Like he has value. Like he's he's a he's a really good backup center. Like he well, gets you a million maybe, offensive maybe, rebounds. Like for yeah. a contender. Well, they may be thinking like in the summer they'll do the sign and trade and they'll get some assets in the summer. So they may be thinking I see, that's, I see. that's the plan. But I, see. I mean, Tristan Thompson, be your own man. Stop listening yeah. to Rich Paul. Rich Paul does not have your best interest at heart. Okay, he's tra- he's looking out for LeBron. Nah, anybody who dated a Kardashian is not his own man. <laughs> <laughs> True, true, true. True that. True that. True. <laughs> Let's be Look at what happened to Kanye. I mean, Oof. he's like been whittled down into a like psychopath. Not good. Uh, not good. Not yeah. good. Not good. All right. Should we move on? Should we get at me, dog? That's, yeah, let's, go, let's just get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. This is where we tweet at NBA players. Score points if they respond. This week, Tyus Jones. And mm. so I found out Tyus Jones was the Get At Me Dog right before the podcast. I thought the I thought I thought that the, the text message about Tyus Jones was in reference to him playing good because it was like right after <laughs> talking oh. about Memphis. Or, it was like right after we're talking uh, about Memphis, and then I just see right, Tyus right. Jones because I was like, oh yeah, yeah, Tyus Jones also good there. Um, so I tweeted at him, and I was referencing like how all the young Grizzlies were beefing with Iguodala on Twitter all week, right. Right. Saying they couldn't wait to play him and all this stuff. And so I tweeted at him, you got to take it to Iggy? Do it for us grit and grind heads. Hashtag grind city. Nice. nice. Not my best work. No. Not my best <clears throat> um, I, uh, I, I made this last night, but I was like, well, I'm not going to like post it in the middle of the night. Um, I'll just uh, I'll put it in my drafts and then I'll post it in the morning. And I had such a crazy day that like I forgot to do it. So I, I posted it like half an hour before we went on. Um, and, uh, he and Justice Winslow played together at Duke, 
Um, so uh, I put um, I found a picture, a cool picture of them, like while they were at Duke, like together, like with like praying hands, kind of looking down, and I like kind of like animated it a little bit, like made it look like a painting. And then I said, uh, reunited with like three like praying uh, emojis. And I tagged uh, Tyus Jones and uh, Justice Winslow in it. Gorgeous. Looks cool. Looks cool. Okay. Uh, Tyus tweeted out, salute Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill for being great leaders and teammates. Brothers for life. I retweeted and said, wonder why Tyus left one person off this eye emoji. Mm. Mm. Oh! Anybody get any? Uh, anybody get any responses? Hmm? Uh, not from him no, yet, but we'll none. see. We'll see. I got none. I mean, this was like, this was like twenty minutes ago. So okay, all right. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Shout out some beefs. Shout out some beefs. Um, shout out to Jackson Hayes. Told the uh, NBA to suck a dick. Suck his what? dick. <laughs> you didn't see this? You oh, didn't see this, no, John? I didn't see no, it. I didn't, no, I didn't loop, see it. Either. Oh man, Dave, you saw it, right? No. What? What in a in a presser? He after he after he was not chosen for the Rising Stars game. Oh, I I did see that he was he was pissed off. He made a video where he was like, "It's all politics. I'll tell you what, the whole NBA could suck my dick. I don't care if they find me. I don't care. Oh. You could suck my dick." <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> like the next day, he had to give. The most like clearly PR written apology ever, where he was like, you know, I didn't mean that. Uh, you know, I want to congratulate all the people chosen for the Rising Star Challenge. They're very deserving. Oh god. So, <laughs> uh, good for him. Good for him. I just love it in the video. He was like, I I don't care if they find me. I don't care what they do. Like basically negating any future uh, apology. Amazing. Oh man. Amazing. Yeah, a lot of people. Hey, uh, we had them on our list of uh, rookies. Came through. That's right. Came through. Uh, speaking of uh, All Star Game weekend, um, shouts to my buddy uh, Alex Moffitt. He's going to be uh, playing in the Celebrity Woo! Game. Uh, former teammate of mine, my, probably my favorite teammate I've ever had. He was. He's such a good player. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. He's going to be fucking balling Why is out. He a celebrity? He's, he's really good. He's on SNL. I don't oh, know. Oh, I feel like did I meet everybody? Was, I think I knew him. Uh, maybe. Alex I mean, we, I, we were on. Yeah, we were we were on a team together for a little while. Um, and he was absolutely my favorite teammate to play with. Um, and I hope he gets some run in there. You know, there's like a million people on all those rosters. Um, and you know they gotta like you know give Quavo like a million shots. Okay. So. <laughs> Should I, if I interview him and say, do you know Dave Feudernick? Over under, he says Absolutely. yes. What? Uh, yes, obviously. I actually just, anytime he's in town, like back in town when SNL's not shooting, he usually comes out to play again. So I saw him like maybe a couple months ago. Did he Did he remember but, uh, you or yeah. did he just like? You fucking idiot. Yeah, he's my friend. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see. Mention my name. We'll see. Mm. Uh, okay. But hopefully he gets some run because he's got he's got a nice game. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna look for him. Look for him. Look for him. Um, shout out or no beef beef with the Goodwin brothers, the agent, the agency. Did you see this one where they they got mad that Matisse Tybel was off the All Star, uh, the Rising Stars challenge? Yeah, and they said um, they said like they were they whatever they man, I don't have the exact quote, but they talked about the assistant coaches who do the voting. And they capitalize ASS in assistant oh. coaches. Oh, like an, <laughs> nice. In like an official statement from your agency. You <laughs> you did that. Uh, I don't know anything about agency, but I would not sign with them. That that is yeah. not that does not seem like the, the classiest move. Um, no. So another another six another Sixers young player going down the wrong path. Sorry. <laughs> hey, speaking of agents, uh, I'm beefing with. Uh, my my dude, fucking Mitchell Robinson, he oh, uh yeah, he, he, gone. He, fi- he, gone. he 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 fired his agent, who like I've gotten kind of friendly with, um and uh, hired Rich Paul. I was like, dude, and uh, his agent worked his ass off to get him so many endorsements, mm. and uh, dude is like hungry and fucking was crushing it for him, uh so. Beefing with Mitchell, beefing with fucking Rich Paul. You don't have to fucking be everybody's agent, motherfucker. <laughs> um, and uh, 
yeah, shouts to uh, Mayor Zokai. Uh, I think he'll he'll be all right because he's a hustler. But um, he he was such a good uh, such a good agent to Mitchell. So I, I was uh, I was pretty bummed to hear that. Damn, what's going on over there, John? Damn, John downtown, the baby. Fuck? Shit's wild. My takes are too hot. <laughs> someone, someone saw smoke. But anyway, out shout. The place. Beefing with Rich Paul. Shouts to Mayor Zokai. I I, uh, I talked to him a little bit this morning, like uh, through DM, and uh, he's 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 a little broken up, but he's uh, he's gonna be a successful dude. I'm just like I'm bummed that uh, that Mitch left him. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I got I got such a big beef with the Sixers fans and everyone talking about the Sixers, but it's gonna be too long. I think we need to wrap this mm-hmm. up. Matt has to get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could just, I mean, we could just, we could just read Joe Borelli's tweets. Oh my I God. Sixers fans uh, are having a goddamn meltdown. <laughs> I know. They, which is like, like, why? I, I don't why? get it. I don't like, it's like, dude, I am just yeah. scrolling through jo- Joe's timeline and it is hilarious. <laughs> just tweet after tweet, uh, of, uh, uh, you know, just, it's like, Every 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 night that the Sixers are playing, there's yeah. a tweet from Joe like, "I'm turning the game off. I yeah. told myself I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. watch." January thirteenth, the Sixers suck. You may have noticed. January fourteenth, I still can't get the stink of the Sixers loss off of me. <laughs> January thirtieth, turning off Sixers games until further notice. Oh, uh, February 3rd. I've been crushed by the expectations. So he, uh, he must have turned it back on. <laughs> also, February 3rd. I don't know shit about anything. <laughs> the NBA season has proved this to me. Ooh, we. Ooh, we, Joe. Nah, he's a broken man. Uh, broken man. Uh, I, I don't know what's worse. The Sixers fans that are panicking or the outside media who thinks who who keeps saying we need to trade one of Ben <laughs> or jo- or Joel Embiid. I love it. I love it. I mean, how dumb do you have to be? Like yeah. literally 2 years ago when those two guys played together, they had a plus 15 and a half uh on off them together. Right. When they had shooters around them. Obviously, Brand has done a bad job of putting shooters around these guys. But yes. there are a million, and these are smart people talking about it too, but there are a million things you can do before you should even think about trading either Ben or Joel. You're two guys yeah. under 25 years old who are all, multiple all-stars and some of the top, what, 10, 15 players in the league. It's insane how dumb people are. Hey, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, my favorite was Killer Cow tweeted... Um, uh, like he wrote, like I'm unbiased, but I think the Sixers should trade uh, Ben Simmons or Jalen Embiid. And then the picture was a leprechaun typing at a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, that's it's so like, good. Like, just like the the. I'll just go real quick. Uh, one, you could get a new coach. Two, you could get rid of Al Horford. Three, you could get rid of uh, Josh Richardson. Tobias Four, Harris. You could get rid of Tobias Harris. Five, you could just draft a point guard that fills in that role for you. Six, Embiid could get in shape. Seven, Ben Simmons could start shooting just a little bit more. Like, all these things that... Damn, you didn't even mention fire Brett Brown. No, that was either. the first one. No, he did. Oh, no, he said okay. get a new coach. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. You didn't mention fire Elton Brand. You didn't, yeah, you didn't well, I'm assuming. Yeah, or whatever. I mean, these are things Brand that, do. That goes without yeah. saying. Like, yeah, yeah. people are... so. And then, and I don't know... This idea that Sixers fans think you can't trade Al Horford. Like, bro. Bro, we just watched D'Angelo Russell get traded to the Golden State Warriors, a smart team, and then traded again for Andrew Wiggins. We've seen Chris Paul get traded. We've seen Andre Drummond get traded. Blake Griffin. All these contracts that people said were impossible to trade. You'll never be able to trade Blake Griffin. The contract's so bad. Oh my god, it's terrible. Chris Paul's gonna be forty, making forty million. Dude, there's always no. some so, GM somebody will that always will be do dumb that. enough. Yeah. Next yep. year, yep. Yeah, there is going to. Be, I think Horford's a. Yeah, Horford's a neutral asset. I think someone will take him. Next year, there's yeah. always going to be a team that was out of the playoffs that looks like they're going to be in the playoffs, 
and they're going to want that veteran defensive player and they'll trade something and okay maybe you have to give up two second round picks for it wow wow it's fine everyone yep. chill out mm. no they, they can't, can't chill out always the voice no yeah. chill they have no it's chill it's like we spent like the sixers they're not in a great place but besides the bucks who else do you think would come out of the east? I think they have just as much chance to come out of the east besides the bucks uh, in the uh, sense Celtics that every other team decent. has about a five percent chance. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure. saying that, right? Is, am I wrong? I mean, they're all, they're all equally losing to the Bucks. Yeah. Yes, I would say so. Yeah. And just <laughs> yeah, like last right. year, everyone was losing to the Warriors, and we saw what happened. Oh, are you suggesting something might happen, like the Bucks might get injured and the Sixers go on a run? Is that not? Uh, no, I mean, uh, I, 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 I take your point. It's, just, it's as likely for that to happen. To the Sixers as it is to the Raptors or the Celtics. Or Did whatever. the Sixers not spank mm-hmm. the Bucks on Christmas Day? Oh, okay. I'm just saying it's not like like it's not out of the realm that all these teams, and I would say even in the West too, they're all up for grabs. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I gotta all go. Right. No, Matt wait, threw his, Matt threw his one, scarf on. One, wait. One last shout out. Uh, we're doing a um, a live show with some other uh, NBA Woo! podcasts this Thursday, February 13th. You can get tickets at podstarweekend.com. Uh, all proceeds are going to the downtown uh, LA women's show. Wait, we're not getting paid for this? Um, what? <laughs> no, we are. Oh, sorry. All the proceeds besides Us. our okay, good, good, our, good, our good, rider. Good. Okay, good. Yeah, our riders okay, are. Thank yeah. God. Don't worry. Thank God. All um, right. So Until do that next, if you're in LA. Let's do it. Until next week, keep, keep pooping. pooping. Keep pooping. Have you ever been to a volcano when it was erupting? You're now listening to Super Hooper. There are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper. Super Hooper. That's what you say, bro. We just form a fucking Super Hooper. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school.